The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Arizona. Um, I am very excited to have... um, uh, the start of our 2023 Arizona Council of the Blind conference beginning um, last night and continuing today. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Melanie Sanoe, and I am currently the uh, interim president of the Arizona Council of the Blind. And I just want to welcome everyone this morning from all the time zones. I still like being in Zoom land. I really do sometimes. <laughs> um, I know we have quite a few people listening on ACB Media. Um Feel free to pop in and out throughout the day, Um, but just to give you all a a little bit of a brief rundown on the day, um, we will have our opening um, sessions this morning and our business meeting this afternoon at 2, and then in between, we will get to hear from uh, several of our um, statewide partners and uh, agencies that work with us and our citizens. So I do want to start by introducing um, Arizona's board of directors and feel free um, anybody that wants to uh, say anything. I'll give you a couple of seconds to unmute if you're muted, but um, I do want to introduce everyone. Um, so Gail Elaine Wilt is our secretary. Gail, do you good want to morning. say anything? anything? Just good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And Dan Martinez is our treasurer. Um, Kayla Allen is one of our directors. Good morning. It's been a pleasure um, uh, serving on the board this last year with this great group of people. So thank you guys. Thanks, Kayla. And Jordan Lopezanski is our other director. Good morning. I hope you guys get to hear Dan Martinez's voice because to me, it sounds like Clint Eastwood. Let me know. No pressure, Dan. <laughs> and then he actually a- declined to be oh. promoted. That's okay. You'll hear from him later. <laughs> um, so, also on our board, we have a representative from each of our chapters. So, our Central Arizona chapter representative is Ted Chittenden. Good morning, all. And you will not only be hearing me now, but um, those of you who are in Zoom. Well, actually, all of you will hear me later today on a panel at 1030 Mountain Time. And then at those of you on Zoom later today will hear me during the business meeting as I am the chair of the Constitution slash bylaws and nominating committees. So you will hear from me from from me in, in that area as well, in those areas as well. Thanks, Ted. And then um, I don't think Kay is here, but Kay Best is uh, the Southern Arizona uh, chapter representative. And then I want to give a special, special, special shout out to our convention committee. Um, So before uh, I became our interim president, I was our convention chair. And the group that put this together are just a bunch of rock stars. Um, So I want to uh, make sure to recognize them. So Kayla Allen, uh, who you've already heard from, Mr. Jeff Bishop, 
uh, Miss Lisa Brooks, Mr. Ron Brooks, and Gail Elaine Wilt. And these uh, five rock stars put together this weekend for everybody. So uh, some blood, sweat, I think a little bit of tears, at least on my part. <laughs> so I just want to thank them for all of their hard work um, in getting our panelists, choosing our programs, uh, getting our door prizes, because you can't have a conference without door prizes. <laughs> Um, and just all of the time that they put into uh, putting together this weekend for everybody. So thank you guys. And um, just to give you all also a rundown. So if you do want to follow along in your attendee invite, um, I attached the program. If you also go to azcb.org slash program, you can also see the program. But just to remind everybody, so we will start at 9 o'clock. Um, and in the land of Arizona, it is technically Mountain Standard Time. But to make it easy on everybody, it's Pacific. <laughs> so we will start at 9 o'clock with our own Jeff Bishop and uh, Kenneth Simeon Sr., who a lot of us have started calling Coach Kenneth. They will kick off our day. And then at 9.45, um, we will have a panel uh, regarding our state affiliates um, or, the, or the role the state plays, uh, facilitated by Ron Brooks. And that panel will be Kayla Allen, Mike Godino, Sarah Harris, and Lori Scharf. Then at 10.45, we will have our uh, local chapter panel. And that will be uh, Gail, Elaine, and myself facilitating. You'll hear from Lisa Brooks and Ted Chittenden in Phoenix and Jordan Lopezanski and Lupita Hernandez in Tucson. And then we'll have our member program uh, that Kayla is facilitating with uh, Lily Bogan from Tucson and Ron Brooks and Karen Hughes and myself from up here in Phoenix. We'll have our lunch and learn at 1230 where you can sit back grab a snack and listen to all the updates from our agencies and our partners. And then at two, we'll begin the business meeting. So if you are a paid member of the Arizona council, you will want to be on zoom because that's where we will also have our elections for president, vice president, treasurer, and one of our directors and our bylaw amendments. So that's just a rundown of the nitty gritty business. Um, and then we will have door prizes scattered throughout and I'm sure I'm missing something, but I think that's the rundown. Um, this year, we took a very special um, look at our affiliate and how we are planning and how we're moving forward. Um, a lot of the nonprofit world is seeing a time where, and I think we've seen this on and off if you've been around long enough, where membership is declining and and the worker bees are, are declining um, to be as involved. And we see this with every generation, the The older generation starts to step back, the newer one starts to step in. Um, but this year, we really wanted to be retrospective and introspective to say, how do we get back to grassroots? How do we get back to the core of what we are. And that's where our theme came from. Um, so care created, care connect and create. And the concept is how do we care for each other? How do we care for our community? How do we connect with each other? How do we connect with that community? And what can we create when we do all of that? And so you're going to see that theme through all of 
um, the programs that we're having today, uh, we really just want to have a very candid conversation about the impact that all of these levels, ACB, our state, our local, and then just our, our people, our members, that effect that we all have on each other, the effect that we have on people that we may not even know, and then what can we do and how can we move forward to be the best um, global citizens that we can be and be the best neighbors that we can be. And, you know, Zoom allows us to do that beyond just the borders of Arizona. Uh, but sometimes you've got to get back to your, your home and you got to get back into the weeds and then start branching out again. And so we're considering this a, a rebuilding year um, membership in the sense of being able to support anybody that comes through our door, whether it's a phone call that they've just moved to Arizona or an email that their neighbor has just lost their sight and they don't know what resources. Um, and then once we get good at home, we can start branching out further. Um, and we're very lucky that there are supporters. And I think all of us as affiliates have supporters outside of our borders. Uh, and a lot of them are here today on Zoom. And a lot of you are listening on ACB Media. And we need, every affiliate needs all of their supporters. Um, but we, we are in that year of rebuild. And we've done a really good job. I'm not going to spoil some of the news. It's for a little bit later with Kayla and then some in the business meeting. Um, but we just want to make sure that we're a home, that we're a, a good, solid place for anybody um, that needs to find a place. So with that, I'm going to quit rambling. And Ron and Lisa, I believe, have a door prize already? Uh yeah, we actually do. We have um, we will have a door prize for every single session, including this one. And we are going to start uh, with a um, a a an item of we'll call it swag. Um, the Arizona Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired, which is one of the um, uh, probably I think it might be the oldest rehabilitation agency here in the state, uh, founded back like in 1947. They donated any item uh, of that's their branded item. So it could be a shirt, a hat, a sweatshirt, t-shirt, whatever they have. Um, so the, um, the winner for this one is drum roll, please. Sherry McLean. So Sherry McLean, I don't know. I don't know if you're on the call, uh, but we will be getting an email um, to you. Uh, with instructions and um, congratulations. The prizes are just, they're just going to get better and better. So stay tuned. And uh, like Melanie said, you can't have a conference without door prizes and we got them. That's great. Thanks, Ron. And do you have to be present to win? I'm sorry. I said, do you have to be present to win? Uh, Do not have to be present to win, but please be present to win. (laughs) We want to celebrate you. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Well, it is 8.57. Jeff, do you, can you guys start a couple minutes early? Yes, I think we can. I, I mean, it's up to Kenneth, too. Kenneth, uh, are you comfortable oh, starting I'm, early? I'm here with you, ready to go. Fantastic. All right, rock well, and roll. All thank right. you, yeah, gentlemen, we're ready you for are. being here. I'm going to pass it on to Jeff and Kenneth. All right. Thank you, Melanie, so much. And um, good morning, everyone. My name is Jeff Bishop. I I currently live in Kirkland, Washington, soon to be returning to all of you in uh, June and and returning home 
where I've lived most of my life in the state of Arizona. So um, family is there. And of course, all of you are family too. So very, very excited about that. Returning to my uh, home state of, of, of Arizona and Arizona Council. So um, hugely excited about that. Um, today, uh, we, are, we are here, Kenneth and I, and, and uh, we'll, we'll have Kenneth introduce himself in just a minute. Um, uh, Kenneth and I are going to give you some highlights uh, about the national organization, um, what its purpose is, why we are here, um, what our roles are on the, on the, on the na- at the national level, and how we are here to help support you in all of the facets of the organization, whether it's at a leadership level or a personal level. It's all about making sure that everyone is successful um, within the organization. A little bit more about me, and then we'll ask Kenneth to introduce himself. Um, currently, I uh, am working as a product manager at Microsoft Corporation, and I uh, work on the Windows Accessibility team. And I've been doing that for the past uh, six years, and uh, been lots of fun working on Narrator, the built-in screen reader for Windows, and accessibility all up, and trying to make a difference for people around the world. It's been a, 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 a it. It, it has been and continues to be uh, just an amazing opportunity to, um, you know, truly make a difference. And uh, so it's, it has, it's, it's been amazing. Um, uh, let's see. Kenneth, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to be here with you today. And I am a resident of Beaumont, Texas, about 90 miles from Houston, Texas. And I, uh, as a SCB board member, I'm happy to serve. But in my chapter, I serve as chapter president. Uh, on the state level, I'm just in everything uh, without having a title. Uh, I'm, uh, indep- I am an independent contractor working in the area of accessibility and strategic planning with small nonprofits and other entities. And I am a pretty much almost like a full-time volunteer. Every day I'm doing something to try to make a difference, and I'm just glad to be here with you today. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Um, well, 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 Kenneth, I thought we would start just by talking about the role that both you and I have uh, at the national level before we start getting into some of the specifics and, you know, what uh, I'll speak to this after you, but, you know, we both serve as, as members of the board. And wh- what does that mean to you to be able to serve at the national level and, and serve on the board for ACB? Well, it's a pleasure. And when I decided to uh, run for the board, I, I had to have a purpose. So I looked at where I could best serve and, and I had a lot to learn, too. So but one of my greatest things that I felt like I could do is just help to sustain ACB by focusing, focusing on membership, uh, trying to partner with others to try to see if we could identify some solutions to the issues that we deal with, with the declining uh, membership. And um, so I'm just I was just so interested in working, being the chair of the Dover KMA Daniel Fund Committee, identify who are ready to serve and we have our leadership awards the dcam first timers award and the jp morgan chase leadership fellows award that we that we uh give everywhere currently interviewing and we'll make some decisions later on this month uh that all ties in with uh sustaining a uh 
being able to be a board member, I've been given the privilege to serve as a board liaison to some special affiliates uh, that that really connect with what my goal is. And that's like ACB students, ACB Next Generation, uh, trying to do whatever I can to join in with them uh, so that we all can be better prepared to serve as we move forward. And that that's what I really want to do. Help do whatever I can do to help ACB to have a great and bright future. That's amazing. Yeah, I have uh, some of the same uh, similar thoughts here, Kenneth. And, you know, I, I've had an opportunity to really help uh, on the IT infrastructure side of ACB as as well as helping other affiliates like the Arizona Council and, and BITS and ACB Diabetics in Action and others uh, t- to really help make a difference for um, those affiliates as well as just overall members. You know, we're really here uh, to to help every single member of this organization to, to achieve more. Um, so that really turns to, to the mission and, and some of the core values of, of ACB, you know, and I think these are, these are true pillars of who we are and what we uh, represent and, and who we want to, to be as an organization. Kenneth, can you talk a little bit about the mission and core values? Sure. Let me start at with the ACB mission. ACB's mission is to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and quality of life for all people who are blind, visually impaired, or have low vision. Uh, that connects with a lot of other things that we'll be sharing with you today. And it's just so important for us to really think about uh, how we can play a part in uh, all working together to make things uh, turn out great. So, when we look at our core values, uh, it's, it's very important for us to uh, pay attention to those. Uh, we, the first one is integrity and honesty. Uh, ACB really wants uh, to be more transparent, and we're just trying to do whatever we can to focus on our word being our bond. You know, uh, people want to know that they can trust you, and that's what leaders are striving to do to make sure that we're examples in that area. The next one is respect. We really uh, want to treat others as we expect to be treated. And that's something we all can improve in. And uh, one good thing about respecting is listening to what others are really saying to us, not just the words, but where they're coming from. We have to be in tune with what's really happening. And uh, the next one is collaboration. Uh, We are trying to our best to identify uh, in working together for success for all of us. As Jeff said earlier, we believe that uh, success will come by us collaborating and working well together, sharing our skills and abilities with one another uh, as a team. Uh, Then we have flexibility. That's another core value of ACB. We really uh, work to adapt to uh, ever-changing circumstances, and all of us can relate to what happened during COVID. Our lives were all affected. Uh, It didn't matter whether you were uh, financially wealthy. You couldn't buy your way out of what we all had to face. What we've come through, we've learned a lot of new things, and we're doing better. And uh, I I think we're on our way uh, to greater, achieving greater things. The last core value is initiative. It really relates to us really striving uh, to include everyone and make a difference in every effort that we contribute uh, in our community to empower others and just try our best to make a difference together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and this is convention season 
uh, we're, we're all gearing up toward the national convention and, and uh, of course, Arizona is having its convention this weekend. And, and so we're, we're really excited about uh, initiatives because this is really the time to, to really start getting engaged. We do this throughout the entire year, really, but it gets really, really busy. All, all the committees are getting together and planning the activities that will happen at the national convention. And uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later about the, the format of the national convention. There's, a, there's some interesting things happening there, whether you're attending in person or you're attending virtually. There's definitely room for you to, to be able to um, participate in that. Um, so that, that's really, really exciting. Uh, one of the pillars of our organization, uh, has always been centered around, uh, advocacy. And, um, I'll, I'll start this off by saying, you know, this is an area where everyone, uh, really could participate in this process. In fact, at the convention this year, I, I serve as the chair of the Information Access Committee. And one of the things that we're doing this year is we are putting together a panel on web accessibility from a consumer uh, perspective, where we're we're doing a three-day panel, uh, three sessions, each session an hour and 15 minutes, where we're going to guide you through the principles of you know understanding the legal requirements at a high level, um, why it's important, some testimonials. We're going to give you some some ways of understanding what it means to to find out about gaps in accessibility on websites, so that you can be empowered to tell vendors or tell people about issues that you might be encountering. You know, as you use the web, and then we're going to bring technology experts in to further empower you and further uh, allow you to to engage on the web by giving you tips, tricks, uh, tips, tricks, and techniques to be able to achieve more with advanced screen reader uh, techniques to be able to achieve those things. And so this is all about, you know, being able to move the ball forward and, and allow you to advocate and be empowered to, to achieve more um, in any work that you do, whether it's at work, home, or play, um, whether you're out at a, at a restaurant and you're looking at a, a menu on your phone and it's not accessible, you know, whatever the case may be, um, that's all part of advocacy. But to tell us more about advocacy, can you fill us in about some of your thoughts on that topic, Kenneth? Sure. I, I really love to be able to tell everybody that, you know, we are uh, people who are asking for access in so many different ways individually want to have access to uh, voting and, and every other uh, technology that's out there. We're having to continue to work with uh, manufacturers to get them to really see the need for like universal design so everybody can benefit from whatever they are delivering. Uh, it's so important that we appreciate like we have our uh, director of uh, advocacy and governmental affairs. And our outreach specialists that work together as a team on a daily basis as staff members to make some things happen on our behalf. But they also include us in that knowing what needs to be done where we can communicate with our legislators to uh, gain support. Uh, and understanding a number of our legislators, they have jumped on board after they have become educated about our needs and our our uh, wants uh, to actually be live an independent life. That's the main thing about it. Uh, I love our ACB Advocacy Update podcast uh, that comes out on a weekly basis. 
very informational. If you're not listening to it, I encourage you to do so. Uh, you can learn some things about what ACB is doing. I've actually heard some people say, what is ACB doing? I don't hear anything. Well, there's so many mediums for you to know about what's happening. Uh, yeah. So we have podcasts available that you can just listen to on your Apple device or even your Alexa device. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the other areas that people really, if, if you're not engaging with this, then you really ought to be as well, because it's, it's another area where you can learn more about advocacy and just getting involved in the organization. And that is through um, the ACB community program. Uh, we, we hold over a hundred events per week uh, across the, the media network, ACB media. We'll talk more about ACB media in a few minutes. But um, this is an opportunity for you to engage with people literally from around the world. We have people represented in many, many countries um, and all of our, uh, you know, state and special interest affiliates. And we participate in that over Zoom and Clubhouse and, and of course, heard on ACB Media on um, the Internet or on your device. If, if you're not engaging with the community, then please uh, you know, whatever you do, while you're listening to this, you can do this, you can multitask, send an email to community at acb.org. That's community at acb.org. And we'll get you connected up with the daily schedule. Um, we, it, it's not very spammy. You'll get a, 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 an email a day with the schedule of, event, of events that are happening. Um, you'll get a, 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 an email for the events that take place over uh, the whole week as well so that you can sort of plan out your week. But this is uh, going to give you an opportunity to hear from lots of our special interest, interest affiliates, lots of different events centered around technology and cooking and gaming and all, I mean, you name it, it's probably represented uh, including karaoke on Saturday night. So if you love to sing, then you can come and participate in that. Uh, they don't let me sing because they, they want people to listen to the community. So they, they tell me not to sing, right? Uh, <laughs> other, other, other people will disagree with that, but <laughs> so, uh, yes. So that, that's another, uh, way where, uh, uh, the ACB leadership, including, you know, Deb Lewis, the president of ACB and, uh, Dan Spoon, our executive director, are, um, you know, often come to the community and talk about things. Our board uh, meetings are held uh, and broadcast on ACB Media as well. So you can hear that on the community platform. And it, it's just a great place to be able to, to engage with us and be a part of what we consider ourselves a family. So do you have yes, anything about that? Kenneth? Sure. Yeah. The ACB community has been a lifeline for many uh, uh, folks who are not who were not members when they first came. And we have now gotten them to join as members of, once they found out all that was going on within ACB through the community. Uh, so it has been I remember the first peer support call that happened when COVID first began. I was on it and there were people that really needed to be uh, connected with someone uh, because they felt isolated right from the beginning. So AC yep. community uh, played a huge part in that from the beginning and still uh, does it today, uh, continuing to grow. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things that people struggle with is uh, around the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, those types of things. Uh, a lot of people don't have family around them. And the community has been a lifesaver for them too, where they can engage with people and feel uh, safe, warm, and, and, and welcomed um, in, a, in a place where they feel loved and cared for. And, and, and that's also part of what ACB you know, means too. It, it's all about making sure that each and every person um, 
you know, is, is respected, cared about. It, it, we truly are a family. And I, I, and I think that that, that is something that, that uh, you want to definitely consider. And new members want to know what's in it for me. We need to really uh, broadcast our message to make sure that they understand we are here for them. Uh, and then we all just work together to make things happen. Right. And, and we, and we, 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 we like everybody, whether, whether you're blind or visually impaired, sighted, you know, my wife can see, and she's a member of, of uh, ACB. She's a huge contributor. And trust me, I know, because she sends out tons of stuff for the auctions. And uh, there's boxes everywhere and crafts everywhere. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I live in a craft store. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy around here. Um, and, we, and we have state and special interest affiliates. So there's often, uh, you know, areas that you might want to, to, to look at and see if, you know, if there's something that, that interests you. There's probably a special interest affiliate that you might want to engage with. There's special interest affiliates on Braille and health and wellness and diabetes and uh, crafting and boy, you know, and, uh, and if you're a member, if you're a member of your local Lions Club, of making a difference in your local community, we have ACB Lions that's yeah. a lively. And they group. roar right into ACB, don't yes, they? Yes, you know. <laughs> uh, so that uh, there's so many opportunities within our state and special interest affiliates uh, to get connected to something that interests you. Uh, we just have a wide variety of things that you can join in and uh, just enjoy as a member. And uh, then you'll know how valued you really are when you get connected to what's really happening. Uh, we have our ACB media network that is just broadcasting on a daily basis as well. Uh, yep. And that's where our community, our community meetings are being broadcasted, but also ACB has made it so easy for everyone to even participate in that uh, process and, and with the community and listening to ACB media, even by phone from your own home. Uh, ACB has provided access in so many different ways for you to join in and participate, whether that's you have you technology can... or not. That's right. If you have a Victor Reader stream, maybe the new third generation Victor Reader stream, you can listen on that. There are 10 media streams. Uh, the, the convention activities that will take place this summer will be heard across all 10 of ACB Media's uh, streams because there's going to be so much activity that you're going to want to listen, including audio described tours. We haven't even talked about audio description, right? The audio description project. Um, everyone loves watching movies, right? And, and, and uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you have an Apple TV and you have an Apple TV Plus subscription, then, of course, all, all that content is audio described. And, you know, I, I would dare say, Kenneth, I don't know if you uh, would, would agree with this or not, but, but I, I think, you know, we wouldn't have audio description today if it wasn't for ACB. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of advocacy went into making that happen, even when there were challenges and uh, those in opposition. And it happened after uh, just continued dedication and commitment to the project. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's amazing to see how this is evolving and how we are, are working on that. You can find out more about the audio description project by going to adp.acb.org. And there you can, can find out what uh, is on television to be able to uh, listen to it with audio description, what movies are currently in theaters, what movies are available on, you know, Netflix and HBO Max and uh, Apple TV uh, on iTunes. Pretty, pretty much anywhere there's media, you can find out whether or not uh, that content is uh, available with audio description. And, and uh, trust me, there will be, there will be uh Plenty of material to be, you know, talked about about audio description at the upcoming, uh, you know, convention. So we're, we're, we're really excited about that. 
the the uh, audio described tours is is yet another thing that will be happening at convention, and these are heard on um, on ACB Media Network. And and in fact, if you actually subscribe to our podcast feeds at acbmedia.org, you can get a sneak peek because all of those audio described tours are already in the podcast feed, including like a fourteen hour audio described tour of the uh, Roosevelt Museum in Washington, D.C. So uh, just just an amazing opportunity to to go listen to some just wonderful content, literally hundreds of hours of content uh, that's audio described and, and uh, really enriching content available in podcast form. So if you if you're a podcast listener, you can you can do that. But trust me, lots and lots of entertainment out there for you to engage with uh, across the media network. Kenneth, we can't forget about every every facet of life um, and, and all of our members, right? From everyone from uh, from our youth, because we have special programs for, for our youth, especially at convention when we're in, when the adults are, are doing the business of the organization. We want to make sure that kids are safe and that kids are, are, are engaging and having fun. But we, we, we also really want to make sure that we're excelling in the area of education and development. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I love uh, to talk about education. ACB is providing so much and two for your personal development. Even we begin, uh, we began last year with our mentorship program. We're offering mentorship and peer support to our members. And uh, we'll, you'll hear more about that at the upcoming convention. Even the second cohort will be, uh, you know, we'll begin to accept applications for that. That has been a good thing to connect with our members, and we've learned uh, so much from our guides and our explorers. The guides are our mentors, and the explorers are our mentees. Uh, we've had a great year, and we're continuing to grow in that area. Uh, we also, by way of education, we provide annual scholarships, uh, wanting to offer support for those who want to enter uh, post-secondary education. And mm-hmm. each year, we give almost like 20, I think 20 or more scholarships uh, in yeah, various and thousands areas. of dollars. Yes. Yeah. 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 Lots so and lots of money. So good that we uh, are contributing to the lives of those who will be able to come back even and assist ACB uh, after getting their degrees and all. Uh, we have our Borough College Leadership Institute to help educate anyone who wants to learn more about the area of leadership. That connects with our leadership development awards that we give each year. Uh, they have meetings on the second Thursday evening of every month. And uh, you can just learn from, uh, just different things about leadership. Even from the beginning, uh, there was a neat one they had even on Thursday night. Uh, about several uh, members from our affiliates just talking about what they have done as a treasurer or secretary uh, to help others who may want to join in that area, serving in their local or, or whatever level they want to within the organization. So that's a great institute that's helping to continue to train members. A- absolutely. You know, so, and so we lead with our, our youth and, and families, because we have ACB families as well. So that's also an important thing, right? Again, yes. we're a family. And so we have, so we have ACB families and, and, and they really engage with our parents and our youth and making sure that we're taking care of everyone young and old, right? Everyone from two to 92 or 102. My, my, that's correct. My, uh, my, my grandmother is uh, almost a hundred and oh my gosh. 
Uh, so wow. you can't forget about those, you know, those, those people too. Yeah. So, one thing we all also need to make sure that we are considering like those who have young, our young members who have families uh, that they need to be included, uh, even from like ACB next generation, a number of them are employed, right. they have families. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. older, uh, members, we have to be ready to welcome the younger folks to our, chapter meetings and all and make sure that they fit in we find a way for them to fit in and welcome their children as well so uh, that that is coming more and more as we seek uh, the younger generation to begin to join us in service that's right because the the younger people in this organization are the leaders of tomorrow and so we need to be mentoring them and 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 frankly they need to be mentoring us because there's a lot that everyone can learn from one another and, yeah. and so, you know, that's so important of, of engaging and, and learning uh, a lot of the people who are, are younger and, and, you know, dare I say, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not younger anymore, but, <laughs> used to be. but, but, uh, you know, a, a lot of the youth are, are bringing, uh, you know, their a game to the table and, and, and bringing, um, skills that, that truly can enrich and, and, um, truly change this organization for the better. So it's, it's, it's amazing. We just cannot forget about every single person uh, brings value to this organization. And we want to hear your voice. We want you to engage because it's important that you're helping to, to help create and, and innovate with ACB because you're, we want you to be a part of the family. So. And Jeff, uh, in regard to employment, uh, as I spoke earlier, yeah. uh, we have an employment issues committee that's on the ball. They are working and they've come up with a let's get to work podcast that I they like to encourage everybody to check out, you know, some unique uh, career areas that are being introduced. And uh, what that should inspire our members to join in and see that I can do that. I can do something different. Uh, that, I, that's one thing I like about being an independent contractor. The door is open for you to try to identify some and area where you could work in best and and uh, achieve your personal goals financially and contribute to society absolutely absolutely you know we, we we can't forget about health right health health is so critically important and and that's one of the things that uh, I, I was jokingly uh telling some, some people um that i've been speaking to since I'm coming back to Arizona in, in, in June that, you know, a lot of you are not going to recognize me because I look way, way different than I did say five years ago. So people are going to like, Oh my gosh. Um, and, and, you know, if, if you don't have your health, you don't have your life, honestly. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, that is so critically important. And so in ACB, we are strong advocates in wanting to make sure that people have the the tools, the knowledge, the resources, and and, and those things that are that are important. I, I serve on the board of the um, ACB Diabetics in Action Special Interest Affiliate, and uh, I, I've been working a, a, alongside of them to to really advocate for you know uh, people who have diabetes and and making sure that people have the the tools and technology that that they need to be able to achieve um, better control of of and manage their diabetes uh, we have uh, that that special interest affiliate has just some um, you know absolutely amazing programming coming up at uh, the upcoming convention um, everything from hearing from you know uh, top medical professionals on the latest advancements in uh, uh, medication and technology that can be utilized uh, for people who have uh, diabetes. We're going to hear from people uh, about uh, 
better control and staying within time and range and, and hearing about organizations that you can reach out to, to better help guide you through your journey with, with, with diabetes. And, and uh, we're going to hear some stories, some just amazing and powerful stories from, from people who have had type one uh, and, and type two diabetes, people who have done just absolutely amazing work here uh, in the area of health. Uh, and, and I want to, I want to call out um, someone who's actually in the audience right now uh, in, in Tucson. Um, and, and, and I will say uh, Washington where, where I live at the moment uh, does not have one of these. And, and I am so proud of the state of Arizona and the work that the Arizona council has done uh, in this area. And, and that is with Achilles. Uh, you know, Achilles is a, is a great organization of, of um, for, for people who are, um, you know, blind and visually impaired uh, and, and want to be able to get out and exercise more, whether you're walking or running or, you know, whatever you're doing, just get, getting out and get moving. And by the way, we'll get to get up and get moving in just a minute. But um, I just want to, I just want to call out and, and truly commend the work that Lupita has, has been driving in this space. Um, uh, I, I, you know, she's a rock star and um I, I remember her from many, 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 many moons ago, and I am so excited to actually, you know, get to see her in person again and engage with her and 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 work with her. Um, I, I am. This is an area that I personally have been wanting to to get involved with uh, for a really long time, and unfortunately, again, Washington does not have this ability here. They don't have a chapter here, so uh, it's it's something that that I'm wanting to engage with. So. So you guys here in, in, in Arizona are leading the charge in some, some truly innovative and great ways in the area of health and wellness. And, and man, we've got to get that more represented at the national level because it's hugely exciting, right? So, so Lupita, um, big cheers to you. I'm waving and, and with a big smile on my face, you know, uh, keep up the outstanding work. We love you and um, you're, you're, you're representing well. And, uh, just, just keep up the outstanding work. I, I am, uh, I've been jealous of all the work that you've been doing in this space because I've been wanting to do it. So, you know, n- now, now you're just going to need to, you know, we're, well, when we get there, we'll just have to make sure that, uh, you kick my butt enough to make sure, uh, you know, we, we get going fast. So you can do it anyway. Um, the, the other area is, is in, is in our get up and get moving, uh, program. And Kenneth, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. We have the get up and get moving campaign to encourage all of us since we were all, uh, in our homes for a long time w- without being able to get out, go to the gym and, and do as much as we did prior to COVID. And so our get up and get moving campaign began and then now it's now a committee. They're just spreading the word about how important it is for us to consider our health, uh, exercise, move around. Uh, yeah. we have, community meetings that are even uh, helping you to do exercise uh, That's right. to encourage that being active, not just sitting down a lot, moving around. A lot of our work is at a computer, so we're sitting a lot, but it's, we have to make sure that we get up throughout the day and move and continue thinking about that and plan, be intentional about being active and uh, be exercising in some way each day. And uh, and beyond the get up and get moving uh, committee, really helping us to really think about being healthy. We have a new mental health and wellness committee that has been implemented within ACB to help 
us all to consider where, consider where we are with our mental health. It's important because we are faced with so many challenges on a daily basis that we have to work our way through things. And it's so good to take time to reflect on your day. Think about what could I do better tomorrow or how can I make my day the best and even help others along the way to encourage them to think about, hey, I need to take some time. If you're giving too much of your time uh, to into work and, and volunteer work, that is, uh, you have to take some time for yourself to settle down, enjoy something uh, outside of work. Uh, it's so good uh, for us to focus on being balanced in that area of uh, work and in our personal lives, making sure that we are caring about ourselves on a day, uh, daily basis. And uh, it's time for us to really consider taking, if it's, an, if it's not a full day, take a mental health break throughout the day to make sure that you are in a good space when you're communicating with uh, with others. And we want to be as positive as possible in the midst of the challenges. I always tell people there's something good happening at the same time. Uh, we just have to look for it and let's just all just try our best to get up and get moving and keep things moving forward within our uh, bodies so, to be active and healthy. You know, that, that that's, so well said, Kenneth. And, and it's, it's all about making sure that we have a good life balance between life and work and, and good health and, um, that we're, that we're, you know, surrounding ourselves with, you know, great people, great energy that are wanting to achieve more for everyone. And, you know, we, we've talked with you now for, uh, almost, you know, 35 minutes here, almost 40 minutes. And it's, it's really about just, wanting all of you to get engaged with us at whatever level you're comfortable with, whether we're going to talk uh, throughout this convention about things at the state level and the chapter level and the member level, you know, and then we'll, we'll get into some business things and you'll hear from, from others as, as Melanie has pointed out, but it's, it's really, you know, what do you personally feel comfortable with? And then where do you want to lean in to be able to maybe, reach out a little bit more and, and maybe, you know, get a little more uncomfortable because you want to engage even more that, that it, you know, ACB is a, is a safe place. It's a safe, welcoming and respecting place. You know, um, we're a family. We care about each and every person in this organization and we want people to, to feel like they can be there and, and be in a safe place to be, to want to make a difference. Um, the last thing I, I thought we should touch on here, uh, we've talked a lot about our board. We talked about our committees. We talked about our, our, our state and special interest affiliates and the work that, that goes on behind the scenes there, Kenneth. But we can't forget about some of just of the amazing people that work for ACB at our staff level. Do you want to talk about them? Yes, uh, we have had some uh, uh, just some great staff members and they are they play a huge role on a daily basis to make things happen for ACB and its members. Uh, it's good to know, get to know them. They're all very kind and thoughtful. Uh, they connect with us. They, un- they seek to understand where we uh, need them to serve and they do whatever they can to help us out. Uh, I, I like the way that they are connected with our committees. We have uh, staff liaisons uh, that are a part of every one of our committees to help things move along uh, on their and throughout their day on their job. But they just help to make ACB look good out to the public. Uh, Kelly Gass, our communications uh, manager, is just really helping to make things uh, better for us. Uh, our 
painting a picture out there for our image to shine in a positive manner. Uh, so I can go on and on about them, but uh, they are fantastic. Uh, it's so great having staff. And one good thing about it, ACB has begun to even uh, take applications and we've gotten some of our own members to begin become part of the staff, you know, uh, and it's great. Absolutely. They're doing a great job as well. They, they, they are. We can't forget about Clark uh, Rockfall. Yes. who helps helps us lead uh, uh, in our government affairs area and and advocacy and and technology you know he's 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 the type of guy he's sort of a jack of all trades and he uh, he was at CSUN and of course the consumer electronics show earlier this year and just always representing and making sure that that he's looking out for the best interest of all, each and every one of us along with um you know our our advocacy committees and the information access committee and our health and wellness committees and all, all, all these different areas within ACB where, where we are, 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 are truly wanting to make a difference. So, well, in, in closing, Kenneth, um, did you want to leave any, any um, closing thoughts in, in reference to, you know, your thoughts about ACB, how, how you feel about, you know, wanting people to engage with us or just some, some parting motivational thoughts? Sure. I hope that everyone really will consider attending our national convention coming up where we all get to meet together. Uh, last year, we came back together and it was just a pleasure, even though a number of us came home and uh, had to battle COVID. I will I'll still say I valued that. Uh, interaction at the convention so much and I'm looking forward to this upcoming one also one of the greatest things that ACB has done recently is provided uh, access to er for every member to be able to vote during our convention whether you're there in person or not we're having a hybrid participation and uh, you just being included and thought of in every way that and I just ask everybody let's think about one another and uh, do whatever we can to inspire one another to keep moving forward and the organization will uh, be a part of that and benefit from that that's excellent thank you so much and we wanted to leave some time for for people to to ask questions we've got about oh i don't know uh six or seven minutes um before we t turn things back over to melanie and, and ron for door prizes because everyone likes door prizes and i know what we're giving away at least i think i do uh so that's exciting and uh so why don't we uh take some hands Okay, let's take the hand, and maybe we can outline the convention a little bit, the schedule of the convention, uh, Kenneth. But let's take the hand first. All right, it will be Patty Arnold. Hello, Patty. How can we help you? Hi. Um, I also am excited about the wellness types of things that you are working on. And like many people, I put on weight over the COVID years, <laughs> couple of years. And uh, so I'm just trying to get out to the parks I um, also, you know, walk a lot. And I also think it's important to, to make sure, you know, we include things for everybody, like all things like yoga, Tai Chi. I do Tai Chi. I try to get myself to do more of it because some people can't do the more strenuous sorts of exercises. So there you uh, there you go. It's, it's all about just moving. Right, Patty? Absolutely. You know, yes. it, 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 no matter what you're doing, it, you, you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to go run a marathon. You don't have to go run a 5K. You know, if, 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 it's, uh, if it's just getting out and, and walking around the block initially and then maybe, you know, increasing that over time uh, and then maybe getting to a point where, hey, 
you know, you walk to the grocery store and you pick up a, you know, some stuff and you bring it home. It might be maybe a half a mile away and you walk back home. Please don't, please don't do that when it's 115 in the desert though. Please don't do that. Um, I I have been very, very spoiled here because the weather has been amazingly great in Washington. And that's uh, so, you know, when, when I, when I, I, get out and exercise or get out and walk and do those things. I'm going to have to do it really early in the morning. So I don't melt and, you know, become a mess in, in, in a puddle. Uh, cause I'll, cause now I'm going to melt cause I've, I've gotten used to the cooler weather. So <laughs> I had to get my blood thinned out again or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we all got to start going to bed earlier so we can get up earlier. <laughs> uh, well, I'm already doing yes. that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. What kind of, do we have any other hands, Travis? Yes. Ron Brooks. Hey, Ron. Hello. Ron. Hey there. So I do have a door prize, but I also have a question. Um, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So, so I know that uh, a few years ago, um, the ACB uh, board of directors assigned um, folks on the board to to basically serve as liaisons to each of the chapters and affiliates. And 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 given the theme of this conference, could you just talk for a minute? Um, about and, and if you did this, I'm sorry, I stepped away for about five minutes, and I might have missed. That's okay, it. sure. Um, just talk about what the affiliates uh, liaisons do, and also how that if if you were a member of an affiliate, maybe not a board member, is that affiliate liaison relevant to you? And if so, how? Kenneth, do you want to take that? Sure. Uh, well, I love uh, the fact that we, uh, the 10 of us who are directors who have been given assignments as a board liaison to our affiliates, whether it be state or special interest affiliates. And, and I love the fact that we're able to communicate with our affiliates and ask them where they may need support. If there's any uh, issue that may arise where it is a concern with their, between them and ACB, we want to hear from them. And we are that person on uh, their side to help them to uh, solve, resolve issues and work through things and also strengthen the affiliate in any way that we can. Uh, it's been great partnering with our affiliates that I work with, uh, attending their board meetings uh, and, and events. Uh, it's just it's been great to get to know, you know, uh, the guide dog users, the ACB students, and, and uh, there's so many. I work with about seven of them myself, and, and everyone has just welcomed, welcomed me to just join in what they're already doing and uh, offer some ideas. I've shared resources and information to help them to be empowered. And so it, it's a great thing being a board liaison to help out and just really uh, know that you, we are all a part of, we are a part of our own state affiliate as well. And so we can be a help there as well. But uh, it's just a great thing having that program in place. That's great. Ron, does that answer your question? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Very, very good. All right. Uh, in the time that we have left, let's go over real quick the, the schedule for the convention, just so people are aware. Uh, and uh, Kenneth, you can correct me if I'm wrong on these dates, but I believe I'm right on these. So, uh Registration will open on May 15th for ACB members, and then the week of the 22nd will be open until June 16th for people to register. Convention activities will begin on June 22nd. Uh, it actually actually starts on June 19th, but but sessions will begin um, on June 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And that is a those are pre-convention sessions. They will happen on Zoom and uh, heard across the ACB media network. And those were those are where the three information access committee sessions will be heard, all on web accessibility. 
I know self self promotion. I know I can't help it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then of course the convention in person in in Chicago um, will will start on June thirty. And so whether you're coming in person or you're listening uh, on ACB Media, um, you can definitely uh, register and get engaged and get involved. Uh, whether you're at home, at, at work, or at play, or in person. Um, you know, please, please do sign up when those dates open up. Uh, we want everyone to come and engage and be a part of the process. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, send out more information to each and every one of you uh, across the Arizona Council uh, email lists and get the word out to you on how to how to do that. We'll share the the convention program as it gets more finalized. It's still being worked on, but um, lots and lots of stuff happening in this space. Uh, l- literally, you know just dozens and dozens of hours of content that will be available. Uh, not to mention, of course, all of the uh, exhibitors and audio described tours and, you know, just very enriching and engaging uh, content. So Kenneth, anything, uh, anything else from you kind, sir? Yeah. One more thing uh, about the convention on that first day on the 30th, well, we invite you to join the board of directors for our meeting on that morning. Uh, and then uh, from my recollection, I would say it begins at nine o'clock a.m. Central time. Uh, so that's a that's great right. thing to tune Seven in o'clock to see in the what morning. the board is doing, you know? Yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning, Arizona time. So get your bowl of Rice Krispies and your banana and a nice tall glass <laughs> of milk and enjoy your breakfast and come and listen to the board meeting and listen to us uh, guide and direct the affairs of the national organization and uh, be a part of that too. Absolutely. Kenneth, I want to, I want to personally thank you so much for being a part of our presentation today. Um, it, I, I, I deeply uh, care for you and respect you. And, and it, it has been an honor to, to serve alongside of you both at the board level and also here at the Arizona Council uh, Convention. And um, just, again, just thank you so, so much for being you and being the terrific person that you are. You're welcome. And thank you. It's been a pleasure working with you on this project and uh, look forward to more. That's right. Thank you. And Melody, we'll turn the meeting back over to you. Thank you so much. Thank you both. Gosh, round of applause. I just want to put my shameless plug in. I have had the pleasure of working with both of these men as liaisons to various affiliates and as personal friends and and mentors and, and peers. And I just can't thank them enough for their availability and their flexibility um, and their perspective whenever it's been needed, whether it's been that I have a hat on, pick a title <laughs> or I don't have a hat on and I'm just a friend needing some advice. So um, they're, they're all out there. Jeff said it, this is a family. Um, many of you have heard me with my, my coined phrase of family, right? We're friends that are family. And that's exactly, exactly the point. So um, thank you, Kenneth. I know you have to run off to your chapter meeting because Kenneth doesn't know how to not run off somewhere. <laughs> and Jeff, thank you very much as well. So, Ron, I'm going to pass it over to you and Lisa for uh, a door prize. And Travis, in the meantime, can you get Sarah and Mike Godino up in the panelist section? Real, real, qu- real quick, Melanie, we have a correction from Janet that I needed to make sure we pointed out, if that's okay. Yeah. She just texted me. And I <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get I was going to get I was going to get these dates wrong. But 
Hey, you know, I'm not perfect. Sorry about that, everybody. It's May 18th and May 25th for convention registration. So it opens May 18th for members of ACB and then May 25th for everyone else. So that's okay. You can start thinking about it on May 15th. How about that? Start (laughs) thinking about it on May 15th. And uh, then you can be all prepared to hit that you know registration page and get all your you know stuff done so that you can get in line and get ready for convention. So I, I'm going to still stick with the 15th because you need three days to motivate yourself and get all excited about convention, right? And thanks, Janet. <laughs> Thank you, Day Janet. We love you, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saving my bacon, J- Janet. We love you. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Janet. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Kenneth. And Ron, I know this is a very exciting one. Or at least yeah, I don't we, know who's got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, th- th- this is a really cool, cool door prize. Um, and guys, the, the, the door prizes, they're really good this year. So just keep, keep hanging in there. Um, so we, uh, Jeff Bishop, uh, who we just heard from was kind enough to donate. Um, a one-year subscription to Office 365. Um, I will tell you, I use my Office 365, 365 days a year. I guess that's probably why they call it that. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Da-da-da-da. Oh, I think I saw this name. I was skimming the participant list. I don't know if this person is still here or not, but the winner is Brianna McDowell. So... Brianna, you are the, if you're listening, you are the uh, proud new owner of a subscription to Office 365. Um, and um, either we or Jeff will get in contact with you for arrangements. So congratulations. And she is here, Ron. Yay! Yay, all right. <laughs> we love it when we can give it away to people that are here. So that's awesome. <laughs> Next door prize is actually coming up at the end of the session that I'm getting ready to moderate. So um, Melanie, do you have anything you want to share before I take over or shall I just continue? Nope, just continue. Thank you. All right. Uh, so uh, this is um, so <clears throat> I'm Ron Brooks, and um, I'm really excited to be here. I have been a member of the, uh, the Arizona chapter since uh, my wife Lisa and I moved to Arizona with our kids back in 2006. That's hard to believe it's been that long, um, but yeah, we've been here for 17 years. So very cool. Um, and the, the really the the focus of this session, you know, we talked about what the national organization is doing and how that really benefits us as individuals and as an affiliate um, and how we can really work together um, to, to connect and create. So this session now <clears throat> is really focused on how do we build a strong state affiliate that can support us as members, that we can support um, so that we can come together, we can care, we can uh, connect, and then we can create. And <clears throat> I'm really excited about the panel that we have. Um, everybody on this panel, in my opinion, is really, really super. I'm not going to say rock star because I-, I was starting to wonder where the country stars were, <clears throat> you know, where the where the athletes were. But anyway, these are superstars. These are really, really good people um, who have done a lot. Uh, within ACB and within their state affiliates. And I'm super happy to have them with us today. And so I will introduce them and then we will have a kind of a, think of it as a coffee table. We're all just sitting around a coffee table 
and we're just talking. So it'll be kind of that format. And then we'll try to make sure we have some time at the end for you all to come in and bring your own questions. So first, and, and these are no order of importance. Um, all of these folks are great. First, we have Lori Scharf, uh, who is um, originally from New York and now uh, resides in uh, Charlotte's, the Charlottesville area of Virginia. And I probably messed that up. But anyway, uh, we also have Mike Gadino. Uh, who is also from New York and now in Charlottesville. And, and you can probably guess Lori and Mike are, are together. We also have Sarah Harris, who is first vice president for this uh, California Council of the Blind. I've had a chance to work with Sarah recently on some other projects, and she's super. Uh, and last, but by no means least, we have our own Kayla Allen. And Kayla has just distinguished herself uh, within our affiliate, within our local chapter, and also uh, throughout ACB uh, with some of the work that she's been doing. So, Lori, Mike, Sarah, Kayla, welcome. And one of the things that that I am going to do is I'm going to share questions, and then I'll call on each of you. But the order might change, so pay attention. Um, (laughs) So, let me just start with the basics. If you could each just share a bit of your journey into the ACB and your state affiliate. So, and I know if you've worked and been involved in more than one state affiliate, that's fine. But if you could just talk a little bit about how you came into ACB and how you came into your state affiliate. And let's start with Lori. So I came into ACB in the early 90s. I attended my first national convention in San Francisco and swore I was never going to do anything beyond like attend a couple conventions here and there. And I went to a local meeting. Um, they needed a delegate, an alternate delegate to go to the state convention. And they said to me, Oh, well, you can go. And I'm like, I know nothing about anything. And they're like, well, our delegate's going to be there just, you know, if they have to step out for a second, you know. And I said, okay, fine. And I went and I had some really great mentoring. And then I became involved in various positions on the local level. And I became state president in the late 90s. And in the late 90s, Bernice Kandarian requested that I join ACB Women, and that's how I kind of got involved on national committees. And now I currently serve on four national committees. I, uh, When I agreed to go on one of them, I was supposed to go off of one of them, but n- that never seemed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that's kind of my story. And I, I've been involved in various capacities. Um since the early 90s. Awesome. Let's go to Michael. Michael, talk about your journey into ACB. All right. Well, uh, my name's Mike. <laughs> I prefer Mike. Sorry. Uh, that's <laughs> quite all right. That's 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 fine. Um, ACB. I was in Arizona. I was actually living in Tucson at the time. It was it was August of ninety two, and I woke up one morning and I couldn't see, and uh, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis that day. But uh, that's where I was. It was like, well, what's going to happen? And. <clears throat> um, I went running back to New York to get back with my support group. My family was all back in New York. So I went running back to New York and I sat around for about a year, year and a half and uh, decided I was going to go to school. 
Well, a few months into that, when I was getting ready to drop out, I asked for some help from one of the uh, um, counselors, and he told me, you need to find the woman on campus who's walking around with a guide dog. Who is she? Can't tell you. Where is she? Can't tell you. It's, you know, confidential information. And, <laughs> uh, you know, so I was like, well, how do I find her? He said, she's got a guide dog. You'll find her. Well, I found the other one first, but uh, I, I was invited by the other one to um, uh, an ACB meeting, a, a local chapter meeting. And I went to the meeting and I sat around and I looked at these people and I was like, I, I'm not one of them. Um, but I did meet uh, Lori at that meeting and I got to speak with her and told her the trouble I was having. And uh, she gave me one telephone number and that was to some of you will know what is cap. And uh, I learned how to do some advocacy work and uh, it really worked out well for me. And uh, I got a little bit more involved because I did get some help. So, you know, kind of one hand washed the other and I got involved. And at that time, they were planning a state convention. And I didn't know at the time that I was a planner, but I learned quite quickly that I enjoyed planning. And uh, the uh, at the time, the acting president looked at me and said, you're planning a wonderful convention. And I had the support of the chapter. They all got behind me. Everybody supported me. We worked together. We made a wonderful convention. It was actually still on record, I believe, for one of the biggest conventions in the state of New York. And we had a blast. We had a wonderful time. And that the acting president, my beloved Evelyn Lawson, said to me at that time, she said, I'm going to make you the president. I said, I don't know about all that. But uh, naturally, she did. And uh, I went on to be the president of uh, the local chapter, got involved with the state treasurer for quite a few years, president for a couple of years, uh, six, and uh, moved on to some of the work in ACB National as the ACB treasurer. So, you know, I enjoy leading, but uh, that small stint of six years as the state president taught me that I like to lead, but I like to lead from the back. I don't like to lead from the front. I'm I'm not the guy that wants to be standing out there with the sword, you know, go charge. I like the guy. I'm I'm kind of one of the generals sitting back at the table directing from behind. And I like doing that. So there are lots of different ways of leading and and that's what this organization has done for me and helped me learn about myself. Excellent. Excellent. And let's now ask Kayla the same question. Kayla uh, how did you get involved uh, with Arizona? Um, so my experience with ACB in general is not nearly as long as um, anyone else on the panel. I feel like the baby here. Um, <laughs> but um, I um, fell into ACB. Um, I was for a community email um, back in April of 2020. And I had a friend, she said, it's a lot of fun. You should come in and join in. And at that point, um, I had two kids at home. I was trying to homeschool. Um, not on, you know, it was not accessible to me at all. It was a really hard thing I was doing. My husband was sent home from work and, you know, balancing. I I was a stay-at-home mom who had two kids who went to school, um, you know, two months earlier where I had all this free time in the world that I could get everything done I needed to do. Um, 
and still have time for myself. And I found myself very stressed, feeling completely alone. Um, I had no friends that were also visually impaired that had kids that were going the same through the same thing I was going through. And then I get this email that were, you know, it, it was everything. It was community. It, it, it had a little bit of, you know, connection to people who weren't necessarily going through my exact situation, but were there and supported me, even though they weren't, um, you know, and there were those who were, but that's, that's how I found ACB was I got forwarded a community email, um, I did not want to be part of an organization. I love the community because I did not have to be a member and I got to participate and be part of it like I was, um, which ultimately made me want to become a member. It gave me a taste of what ACB was and no pressure to do any more than I wanted to do. Um, and then I started uh, ACB Crafters, which um, is a community events, uh, events, plural. Um, we do all kinds of stuff. And that's where I got started kind of with leadership. I didn't know I was a leader. Um, I kind of, like I said, I fell into it. Everything just started it wasn't planned. I was just flying by the seat yeah. of my pants. And now we offer, you know, we have classes almost every day of the week. Um, so, um, and then through that, I learned about Next Generation, where I met Mel. Um, and somehow, I don't exactly remember, I ended up here uh, with Arizona. And um, next thing I knew, I was on the convention planning committee in 2020. And um, now I'm a board member. And everything went really fast. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch that Mel. She's good at kind <laughs> of like, you know, tricking. I'm, I'm sorry, into help in persuading people to do things. So uh, I know I, that feeling. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so happy. Like the team I get to work with both on the, the board, mm -hmm. the convention committee, everyone that I have interacted with in the Arizona affiliate has really, you know, they either make me grow um, from our experiences, but I, I've just, I fit. And that's the right. thing is, I finally found where I fit in the world. So basically, in a, in a nutshell, what happened was I, you know, was getting pulled between a local CCB and local NFB, decided I didn't want to do either, um, got bored after my kid went off to school and started volunteering. And next thing I knew, I was at a CCB meeting. Um, and then I was at a convention and became just so motivated and inspired because I hadn't been in a room with so many people that were like me ever. And so that was so cool. Um, moved on to uh, later getting on the board in 2017. Um, I won the JP Morgan Chase Leadership Award and went to my first ACB convention. Um, and then came back and decided, well, I'm going to get involved. And, and so I am the co-chair for the <clears throat> convention planning committee, uh, resolutions, all kinds of other stuff. So I think we all have the same story. You know, it just kind of happens. Yeah, yeah. So, so and this isn't really the theme for this workshop, but I do just want to call out for the members um, who, are, who are just kind of listening in or if you're in on the ACB media. You know, people come into the organization in very different ways, um, but... Where, but and and that's why it's so important that that we 
engage in so many different ways because different people are motivated, you know, in different ways. So, you know, for Sarah, it was really the inspiration of a conference. For Kayla, it was almost the opposite. It was like, I can sit in my house and I can do what I want. I don't have to engage any more than I want to. And then all of a sudden she's, you know, wanting to. And and uh, then, you know, Mike and Lori's stories are, you know, a little bit somewhere in between. And, you know, th- so that's a really cool message all by itself. But let's keep going. So we're, this is going to go fast. Okay. So I don't want to go deep in these, but I want you each to share three to five things, probably more like three <laughs> of things that you believe a, a strong state affiliate, because you guys are all in strong state affiliates, share three to five things you believe that is that a strong state affiliate needs to do in order to be a value and support to its individual members. And let's, let's start with Mike for this one. So th- All right. Um, that's fine. I believe that a, a strong state affiliate needs to be cohesive, you know, among the members and the, f- the various chapters throughout. I believe a strong state affiliate needs a funding stream that's going to be adequate enough to support the work that they do. And the also the third thing would be that, that they, they need to balance the time. Um, we are an advocacy group and there's some of us like myself who are mainly involved for the advocacy work. But there are others like Sarah, I guess, that are I'm sorry, Kayla, that are more interested in the social aspect and getting involved. And, and I don't do the social thing very well. I'm not a social person, but I love the advocacy work and put me to bat with a senator any day of the week but uh you know sit me down in a living room i'm not i'm not really that kind of guy so i i think there has to be a balance there yeah gotcha i've been in the living room with you you're not you're not too bad all right uh sarah how would you answer that question Oh, so number, number, number one is strong communication. And, you know, that's something that I think we're all, you know, working on meeting folks where they are. Um, the ability to build a table, you know, we always talk about having a seat at the table, but I, I really think it's important to build the table for people to come to. Um, and lastly, you know, I totally agree with you, Mike, we need funding. I I think that that's so important. You know, it used to be back in the day, we're like, oh, we don't need money. We're just a bunch of volunteers, this and that. You need money to do stuff. It's just a real thing. Absolutely. Excellent. Kayla. All right. So a couple of mine I wrote down have already been said. Um, The advocacy on a state level um, is really important to make sure that we have the same rights and abilities as all the other um, individuals that live within our state um, to mm-hmm. give us an equal, you know, footing to start from. Um, make sure we are supplying our members with pertinent information, um, you know, um, whether that's from the national level to keep them informed, um, especially when laws and such change. Um um, promoting the independence and self-sufficiency of blind and um, low vision individuals. I think that's really, um, really important for us to kind of even just uh, bring up and, and kind of um, raise awareness of blindness and low vision um within the community so that we, you know, we're accepted and um, for who we are just as if 
for anybody else is. Um, and, and for me, really, it, it's also about providing a sense of community um, in that social aspect um, mm. that, that Mike was talking about. And that's kind of where I feel like I thrive. And, um, and that's really important to me is that connection awesome. and empowerment of our members. Yeah, we've talked a lot about connection, but one of the things you said that I want to underscore is really getting involved in some of the state level and and even maybe the local and regional, you know, big regional issues. Uh, Our legislature, we're in a state, and for those of you who don't live in Arizona, everybody in Arizona knows this already, but for those of you who don't, our legislature can be a little kooky and um, they need help and they need guidance and they need it from us because there's a lot of people who speak for us who don't know what they're talking about. And so it's really, really important for us to be paying attention to that. Uh, Lori, what would you say to that question? Three, three things that a state affiliate really needs to do to be of value to its members. So I would say be welcoming to your new members. When I was president, I would always look to see who was attending our state convention or a legislative weekend. And, you know, if they were a first timer or they hadn't been around for a while, it would make a point of, of chatting with them and getting to know them. Also, getting to know each of your leaders within each affiliate, uh, each chapter within your state, because you can't know all of your members. You have to rely on your local people to bring issues forward, bring new people, uh, people's strengths forward. And remember that, you know, advocacy is not for you as an individual. It's advocacy for your state or your chapter. So, you know, I don't need good contrast on signs, but other people do. So I may not be the best person to advocate for something like that, but I'm going to do the best to educate myself on that. And it is important to educate yourself and speak from a position of knowledge rather than thinking that you know something. Um, I did that with regards to the accessible pedestrian signals in New York. Yes, I use them, but I really needed to know what I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I'm going to move to our next question. And actually, I'm going to, Sarah, you will be first. Um, And here is the question. Please uh, share an example of how your state affiliate, and let's talk about the one that you're in now, or you as an individual, something that you've done. Uh, that has really helped to to support or strengthen a local chapter um, or uh, individuals within your state. And so, Sarah, ooh, that's you know such an easy question to answer. Um, <laughs> I you know we earlier we heard um, uh, Kenneth and and Jeff talk about chapter or actually affiliate liaisons and. Something that we've tried was having, you know, different board members be liaisons to different chapters, and it just didn't go super, super well. And so what we ended up changing up and doing is um, we're working on having um, three people at a time from the board be those official chapter liaisons. And, and so that the the chapters don't feel like we're trying to you know jump in and and see like ooh what are you doing you know being kind of um, on top of everybody and the other thing that um, you know I've really seen 
you know, be a big thing is, is making sure and reaching out and saying, hey, you know, here's what we have going on, um, you know, making sure that we have representation of all across the state, because California is a huge state, we have 58 counties, and you know, we want to make sure that we have representation on our board from all across the state. And, you know, and, and, and lastly, you know, our, we did our first hybrid convention um, just a couple weeks ago, and and making sure that folks were aware that they were involved and and that mm-hmm. you know we were we were getting everybody either in person or online and and just strengthening looking at how you know we can build new leadership within the organization um myself personally um one of the things that you know i've seen be really important is on our committees making sure that we have co-chairs mm-hmm. and bringing people up um, so that we're constantly rotating leadership because people get burned out. I've been there, done that. I'm sure everybody on this panel has been. And so it's it's really about lifting people, individuals and chapters up and, and making them feel like they have a place. Excellent. Excellent. Kayla, how would, so, so Kayla, one example that you or um, your state affiliate has done to really support a local chapter or individuals? So I think that us getting the word out about ACB um, in, or AZCB in general um, mm-hmm. and, and being out in public is a good way that we have helped, you know, bring in members and stuff for those affiliates. So um, it, back in December, we did um, disability days. Um, and this isn't just for people who are blind. It's people of all disabilities. So kind of, you know, making those connections and such with other organizations, as well as we just did um, V-Rate and made a lot of really good connections. And I believe that we'll be able to partner with some of the um, the contacts we made. So making those you know, connections within the community um, really helps. Um, our board did approve that during this convention time that any new members um, who are Arizona residents who want to become a member um, get their first year free so they can mm-hmm. come and check us out. Yeah. And this was really important to me because of the way I came to AC, AZCB is, you know, I was able to to make that decision and be like, oh, this really is the right place for me rather than, you know, stepping in and being like, okay, you have paid dues to even be here. Um, So I think that is a good way um, that we're going to be able to increase our membership. And Mm -hmm. we have really um, started reaching out to our members, our past members, and just Mm -hmm. making those connections. And we have really seen great results in that in our membership increasing. Excellent. Well, yeah, that was about four things. And so, so that's a lot. <laughs> and you didn't even mention the thing I thought you would mention, which I want to mention for you, because I think when I think of this event, I think of you. Um, one of the things that Arizona now does, and we're a small affiliate, so this may not work in a big affiliate, but it's a pretty cool thing. And so for those of you on this call uh, or uh, listening on ACB Media who are in Arizona, whether you're a member or not, on the third when Monday, sorry, third Monday of each month, we now have a social uh, on Zoom for anybody that just wants to drop in and just chat. And Kayla runs this uh, and she always launches it with a question and it's kind of an icebreaker question. And then we just talk for an hour 
And it's a really good way. It's a really simple way and it doesn't cost anything to connect your members. And uh, I, it's an, it's a super, super thing. So there are lots of ways. Yeah, 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 it is. I Um, always laugh. (laughs) I will uh, tell you that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's lots of things to laugh at. So uh, Lori, how would you uh, give an example of something you or your, or your affiliate has done to strengthen a local chapter or individuals? So during my, I, I was president in the late nineties and then again in the mid two thousands. And both of those times, I was very happy to assist in starting geographic or special interest chapters. And it really came down to mentoring the people within those chapter, within those areas to say, yes, look, there is a need, you know, there's enough of you collectively, but also being supportive and helping them to understand things like constitution and bylaws and how do you get your founding documents and establishing, you know, a bank account for the chapter and all those good things. Um, you know, so it was important to really do the help, pe- helping people to understand the, the foundations. Um, and it's ironic because since I've left the state, I just helped start a, a Braille Revival League affiliate within New York. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, um, you really, I think, you know, people say like, oh, it's a bank account. Yeah, but it's a business bank account and it's a nonprofit bank account and you need minutes and what goes in minutes. And, you know, people really do need that very basic mentoring and support through the whole process. So, um, you know, that's really where I did a lot of work um, at times when I was president. Excellent. So I have one more question, but before I ask my last question, we have about uh, seven or eight minutes left. I'm going to just um take a pause and ask uh, Travis if we have anybody uh, with hands raised. We'll, we'll take, we'll probably just have time for a couple of questions, but I'd like to um, invite folks. If you have a question, raise your hand. We'll take as many as we can. Um, and when you come on, if you could just quickly ask, you say who you are and ask your question. Um, and then uh, we'll uh, let our panelists take, take a shot at it. So far, no hands. No hands. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and ask my last question. And if we get hands and we have time, we'll take them. If not, um, we will stop there. Um, if you had one piece of advice um, for anybody on this call about how they can help to make the AZCB. So, so and I realize Lori, Sarah, Mike, you guys aren't in the state. Uh, and Kayla, of course you are, but, but think about our affiliate and, and you know a lot about ACB. You've been around a while. You know a lot about affiliates. If you had a piece of advice, one piece of advice that we as individuals could take to heart to help make our affiliate a better state affiliate, um, what would that advice be? And Lori, I'm just going to go ahead and stay with you for that. Start with you. I would say really work at welcoming people and, um, you know, really be a mentor and be supportive. Um, I always like to remind people that as blind people, yeah, we're all blind, but many of us have other disabilities and, you know, um, try and help people and be supportive. And, um, you know, a lot of times I think people in general can push people away and not realize that they're doing that. And it doesn't always feel so good. Um, 
So I would say really work at being welcoming and being supportive. And, you know, if you see somebody that's kind of, you know, quiet in your chapter, reach out and, Mm -hmm. you know, be a friend. Yeah, excellent. I appreciate that. Uh, Mike, what would you say to that question? Okay. Uh, well, I missed the last question. For some reason, you didn't want to hear what I did. So oh, I'll just. No. Uh, you know what? Take uh, them both, Mike, because you're right. I we're short on start. time. Keep moving along. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one thing I'm really proud of that I, because I, I really had to um, dig and, and look around. But the one thing that I'm absolutely really proud of when I was the president, we worked on voting. The Help America Vote Act had passed, and uh, I spent many years, 12 to be exact, uh, working on implementing the Help America Vote Act in New York State. And we were the absolute last, but I was the go-to blind guy throughout the whole state when it came to blindness issues, and uh, I still am. I still receive calls basically, you know, frequently, I want to say. On the topic of voting in New York State, what do you think of this document and how does this legislation look to you? Because they're still working on it. And, you know, as you know, probably in Arizona, voting is just a problem everywhere. And that last question of what would you like to advise people of communication? Um, I, I really appreciate the, the uh, presentation that, that Jeff and Kenneth did, and they talked early on about communication. We really need to make sure that our members know what's going on locally, state and nationally, because there's mm-hmm. so much happening. And the first question we all get is, well, what is ACB going to do for me? And ACB actually does quite a bit just in holding a membership. And uh, I hold memberships in several different uh, estates. And uh, I'm now a member of Arizona and uh, local (laughs) affiliates and special interest affiliates, because I believe that uh, one, they need the funding, they need that support. But two, they, you know, we, we need to know that we have the people out there working on these different issues at whatever level they choose to work on them. I'm not yeah. real involved now with my local state affiliate, um, only because uh, Lori and I, where we live here in the Valley, there aren't very many blind people visual to us. They're, they're not there. We, we haven't found them. Although we have a school for the blind here, a local school for the blind, we haven't really made connections um, locally to find, you know, pulling together an affiliate or, or or a chapter out here. So most of the stuff runs out of Northern Virginia and that's three hours away. And uh, all of the work is, is done several hours away. So we're just kind of local other than, you know, the advocacy work that we do on the local level with our, uh, our assembly or, or here we call it the delegate and the senators. Well, I, I suspect that in another year or two, you're going to discover that the the keywords for Virginia are covered dish and bluegrass festival. And the next time we hear you talk, you're not going to sound like you're from New York. I'm never going to lose my New York accent. And I get on webinars with people now from New York and I really talk New York. So there you go. All right. <laughs> She's practicing. Okay. Sarah, how would you answer this question? One piece of advice um, for 
uh, individuals uh, so they can really contribute to their the strength of their state affiliate. Well, I, I'm going to echo the welcome. That's so important. I'm going to echo the communication and I'm going to add two things. You know, if you're already a leader, encourage other people, encourage their strengths, um, encourage them to step beyond their comfort zone. And if you're, if you have something, if you're not a leader yet, and I, I like to throw that in there yet, and you have something that you feel is valuable that you can offer, don't be afraid. Um, I, I heard this quote somewhere, and I don't even know who said it, but life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And and I know that that's what was true for me. Um, and and even beyond um, building, you know, up your affiliate, it's really going to build up yourself, your confidence, and and really change the way that you know you work and you live and. Um, and, and I have to say really quick, Michael, isn't it frustrating when you can't see the other blind people uh, in, in your community? You know, I just had to do it. Sorry. <laughs> I always think it's funny when you're somewhere and somebody's like, oh, there's another blind person. And you want to go, who's that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other guy. Yeah. I th- you know, I think we've all done it. I mean, I've certainly been in situations when I've heard that cane tap or somebody you know, I've heard someone didn't say, you know, free you know, to a guide dog or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God, there's another one. Let's go talk to. Him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Kayla, how would you answer this question? What What's something well, that we all can incredibly do difficultly um, now because everyone took all the good answers I had written down. Oh, um, no. So in addition to, to what they they said. Um, for the individual, I would say get involved. Um, yeah. I know here on the Arizona level or here in Arizona, we want to meet you where you're at and then push you just a tad at a time to, to, so, you know, so you can live getting that, that uncomfortable, um, slightly uncomfortable so you can grow as a person, but definitely get involved and spread the word about AZCB. Tell your friends and your family to come and join us. Um, We have a lot to offer and we would love to have anyone who wants to be part of our organization, join us. Excellent. And if you're a member and if you're not sure what to do, stand next to Mel and you will probably end up doing something, whether you planned on it or not. So just just know that that (laughs) could happen. Um, I want to thank each of you um, for taking the time to uh, come and present. Um, we probably don't have time at this point for any questions. So um, I don't know where the time goes. And I had three more written down that we didn't even get to. Uh, So I really, really appreciate um, all of you for taking the time to join us and and to um, share your insights. Uh, I have a door prize to give away. And and, uh, Mal, unless you object, I'm just going to go ahead and do that now. So... I don't object to giving things away. Not at all. And and don't scare people away from me. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love you because yeah, that's, that, that's called inclusive leadership and it's actually a good thing. It's made our affiliate stronger and um, you know, people like Kayla, uh, people like Jordan, I mean, yeah, these people are thriving because of your leadership. So, uh, so anyway, Uh, so anyway, um, the company that, that uh, Lisa and I have is a company called Accessible Avenue. We do training and consulting uh, for transit agencies to try to help the industry provide better transportation for folks with disabilities. We also do a, uh, a call once a month called Untangling Transportation, where we get on with members and talk about transportation. 
So that's it for the plug. Uh, we are um, donating a $50 uh, Amazon gift card. And uh, I am going to oops, figure out who's going to win this thing. Okay. I, ooh, uh-oh. I don't know if I can pronounce this. Cheryl Suzakiwa. Uh, I don't know if you are on the call right now, but Cheryl Suzakiwa, you have just won $50. Congratulations. And uh, thank you, uh, Mel, for allowing us to uh, present. And I will turn the floor back over to you. And I think we're heading for break, but I'll turn it back over to you. Everybody. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks to Sarah and Mike um, for spending part of your Saturday with us. You know, one of the things that I think anybody that's been around long enough, or even I shouldn't even say long enough, if anybody's gone to their convention, everybody gets rejuvenated and rejet. They just get excited again once it's over. And sometimes it's simply because you hear a message that you just kind of forgot about. Um, And I love hearing perspective. I think we all sometimes just need to hear what we already know, but sometimes it just needs to get out in the universe. So um, I just can't thank you guys enough for um, sharing your perspective and your experience with all of us today. Um, my, um, Sorry, Ron is right on time. So it is 1029 in some seconds. So we'll round up. Um, We will take a 15 minute break and then we will come back with our programs uh, surrounding our local affiliates and our membership.